It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And as always, I'm making you think about things from a different perspective. All right? Not hitting you with the typical shit over here. If you wanted the typical shit, you'd stay over there. You know what I'm saying? What that nigga uh, Quavo and them say, keep that shit. Hey, keep that shit over there. Okay, so I have a thing to ask you guys, and of course you can't answer me because this is a podcast, not a panel, and we're not live. So you will answer this within yourself. I don't need the credit. Anyways, are men really the worst at receiving rejection or are women? Women are worse at handling rejection than men. That is one of the key essential reasons why women do not approach men. They do not know what is going to happen. And if that man says no, I guarantee you she will not know how to handle it. You see, the thing about it is this. Most men, all right, most of us, nah, I ain't going to say all of us. Matter of fact, I won't even, I'll, I'll be fair. I won't even say most. I'll just say a, a decent percentage, okay, of us grew up talking to women. I don't know about you guys, but I grew up in Atlanta from Cobb County to DeKalb County, from DeKalb County back to Cobb County. My mom lived in Cobb County. My dad lived in DeKalb County. So I was back and forth every week. Excuse me, every other week. My bad. Uh, at one point, I lived with my dad. I mostly lived with my mom. Um, at one point, they were together. When they were together, we lived in DeKalb. Okay, so I'm originally... Um, I am not born in Atlanta, but I am an East Atlanta child. Won't say a baby. I wasn't a baby. I was a baby in the Bronx, New York, the Boogie Down Bronx show. What that nigga saying that 50 Cent movie? I'm from the Bronx show. Don't make me run up on ya. Yeah, boy. Yo, let me hit the fucking weed. Let me. <laughs> Y'all remember that shit? And uh, get rid of that train movie? Yeah, so check this out, right? So here's the thing. When I was growing up, I had a friend named Malcolm on the east side. And me and Malcolm, who was like maybe a year or two younger than me, we knew each other through our families, of course, my dad's side uh, and his wife, a.k.a. my dread mom, stepmom, dreadfully, um, her friends. And me and Malcolm would go to the mall. We would go to Six Flags. We had the season. My dad had got, got a season passes, so we'd go to Six Flags every other day. Walking through Six Flags. We'd go all over the place, man. The movies, all over the place, right? And we would talk to girls. You think we got every girl we would talk to? No. And even on my mom's side of town, we would go to the skating rink. We would go to the mall. You know what I'm saying? And we would try to talk to girls. You think we got every girl we talked to? No. When we didn't get one, we go on to the next one. We didn't cry about it. We didn't call her no names. Nothing like that. We went to the next one. Women women are used to always getting what they want. They want. That's why women are only adamant about going for things that they know they can get. That's why you have a lot of women who go to school for easy things and tell you, oh, we're the most educated. They go to school for easy things. They go out and they seek easier careers, doing hair, doing nails, uh, things that they know are going to flow for them. They don't ever really, too, too often at least, try to challenge themselves. Men are way more known to challenge themselves and do things that they might not necessarily make it in. That's how you'll see a guy play football from the time he's five years old to the time he's 17 and... He know in his heart he's not going to make it even into playing in college football, let alone the NFL, but he keeps on going anyway, right? You got dudes who want to rap, and they keep going anyway. They've been rapping since they were 16 years old, 
performing and everything. And now 33, still dropping mixtapes, right? We all got that one homeboy or several, right? You don't see women doing shit like that. They will move on real quick. You feel me? So when you think about as a whole, rejection as a whole, who is more scared of rejection, men or women? Why is it if men are so bad at handling rejection as these as these modern women are trying to paint this myth? And we fellas and 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 smart women, we need to stop believing these myths that women that women say as soon as they say them or even entertaining them. We need to at least take the time to to you know, indulge in some research, you know what I'm saying, and, and really go out and observe and see, do these myths even make logical sense, okay? A woman is more likely to not follow a man on Instagram, but go on his page every day, look at his pictures, his posts, might even show them to her friends, won't even respond to his, what's crazy is she, she will barely, if any at all, respond or even open his DMs, Right. But she finds him attractive. And I've told you guys before that a lot of a lot of the reason that is because these women these days, they they fear, I guess, quote unquote, blowing a man's head up. Right. Or stepping to a man and him becoming crazy or so that to me is a very big miscalculated lie. I'm starting to really believe they fear the rejection. If I go for this guy and he's not feeling me in the way I want to be filled. He's going to feel you, but he's probably going to feel you in a sense where he wants to fuck you. You want to be his girlfriend. Or you want to be fucked and he's going to want you to be his girlfriend. I don't know, one or the other, right? But usually it's you want to be the girlfriend and you might fear finding out that bro ain't really stunting you like what you think he's stunting you like and he really just look at you as another piece of ass, right? I don't know. I don't know. What's more worse? You being a piece of somebody's ass, at least getting to be in their life, or not being there at all? Because men, when we get rejected, we're not there at all. You see, a man might classify you and say to himself or show you through his actions that you're just a piece of ass, but at least you get to be in his life. And maybe, you know, you have the opportunity at this point to show yourself worthy. Maybe he might change his mind. But when men get rejected, it's completely, you know, usually, you know, the most you might get is a friend zone. That is no space for a man to show himself worthy to be um, a prospect of a relationship or a prospect of a sexual adventure of some form, right? So when you think about it, overall, even when it comes to relationships and things of that nature, women are more uh, fearful of rejection than men. It's not the men that can't handle rejection. Now, you do have your brothers out there who... um, can't handle rejection, and I, I think that's an ego-based thing. Um, they walk up to you assuming she's definitely going to give me something, right? She's definitely going to give me the time of day, and when they don't, they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you, fat-ass bitch? What you got to understand is that when men do that, that's because, and ladies, let me put y'all up onto something, and I know this might shatter some of y'all's egos, but I mean, y'all know me. I have to keep it real with you because I love you. You know what I'm saying? When men do that, Y'all like to hit him with the, oh, but I wasn't fat a couple minutes ago. No, you you, you were definitely fat a couple minutes ago. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know anything in this world that could make you lose weight in a couple minutes. I, I'm, but what it is is, I'm going to tell you what it is. The man looks at you and he thought, oh, this is going to be a cakewalk. She should be damn near, you know, thanking me for even giving her the time of the day. She's fat. Which is not a correct way of thinking. I'm just telling you what he what's going on in his brain. 
She's fat. She's ugly. She's not really all that. She don't, she she's a weave head. She's a makeup needer. You know what I'm saying? She ain't got no ass. She ain't got no titties. She's broke. She got kids with her. Whatever. You see what I'm saying? Whatever he's calling you now that you've rejected him, right? Um, so he's looking at it like, yo, she should be damn near eating out of the palms of my hands. So it bothers him that you turn around and you reject him. And a lot of y'all, let's keep it real, y'all, y'all reject men kind of coldly. And I think that might play a role in it too. He probably didn't expect to be rejected so so um, coldly as well on top of that. So now he's looking at you like, oh, you must think you a bad bitch to be talking to me like that. Bitch, you, that's why you're fat ass, whatever. That's why your car broke down. That's why you you broke. That's why you got them two kids now. That's why your baby daddy left you now. That's why your ass ain't going to ever get married now. Because that's, that's literally what he actually thought about you. He probably tried to put that to the back of his mind because there was something about you that he liked, obviously, right, to take the risk. That's the thing about it. If we can't handle rejection, why are men always constantly playing the 50-50 dice game with the possibility, the strong possibility, especially these days with these arrogant women, that we will be rejected? I mean, I don't know about you. What sounds more like somebody who can't handle rejection? Somebody who at least tries knowing that there's a strong chance they might get rejected? No matter how they react when they when they get rejected or the one who doesn't even try at all. So let's keep it real. A lot of you women don't even know what you would do if you started to be have excuse me. If you had to be in a position of a man where you had to start actually going for things in life, no matter if they weren't guaranteed to you or not. Y'all only go for the things that you feel entitled to. If you were to spend six months literally chasing and pursuing people and things that were not guaranteed to you. That you actually might have felt more so like this might not work for me. I don't know. Maybe y'all would start, nigga, you broke anyway. The fuck? I was trying to give you a, you would probably be doing the same shit. See, a lot of y'all, no, I wouldn't. You've never, how do you know? You've never tried. Give me one second, guys. Give me one second. Okay? Sorry about that, guys. Um, So you, you are going to, um... You have never been in a position. You really don't even know. And see, there's a problem with a lot of women. Y'all like to speak on things that you've never experienced. You like to judge men for reacting in certain type of ways. And I'm, I'm talking beyond rejection now here. Now, let's get a little deep. Let me get a little emotional with you guys. You guys like to judge people for things that you've never actually been in a position to have to experience. Because either A, it's just... This is something you never would experience or be you've never, uh, you know, allotted yourself to be in that position. You've always been reserved and you think that you're all of that because you feel like you wouldn't react the same way. But if you live the life of that person, you don't you really have no idea what you would do. It's kind of the same thing I tell the young brothers when I hear them talking about six, nine and making fun of them. And I'm like, OK, I get what you're saying. However, have you ever faced serious time before? And nine out of ten times, they no, but I wouldn't. No, I, I didn't ask you that. I'm ask, I just asked you one simple question. There's a problem with a lot of you now. I can't ever just stick to the question. You want to try to change things. You want to change the variables to fit what you're trying to say in your agenda. I'll, with my agenda, because I'm the one to ask you the question. And I asked him, I said, have you ever faced, I mean, have you ever faced over five years in prison with codies, a.k.a. co-defendants, meaning there's other people that you could actually tell on, Right. Oh, no, man. Okay, so you don't know what you would do if you were facing 47 years and you just finally became a millionaire and you have a daughter and you have a mom who doesn't speak English who can't go out there and make that money for herself. You don't know what you would do. 
you really have no idea what you would do. And then if you want to add all his little variables to it, the whole, um, you know, they fucked my girl and robbed me. But we don't even go that far. Half of y'all have never faced 47 years. Shit, some of y'all have never faced two and a half years in jail. Some of y'all would rat right now for it to get to get rid of 12 months. I guarantee it. Some of y'all would rat right now to get rid of 12 months on your best friend who never fucked your girl, who never robbed you, who never none of that shit. Hold on for another second. They just called me. Why are they calling me again, dude? Like, seriously. So once again, you have no idea what you would do, you know, um, in any situation. And one thing I always try to tell people is don't judge situations you've never been in. Like, I, one thing I stopped doing, y'all, is and I stopped doing this years ago. When I watch movies, I mean, if I was him, I would have shot that nigga. Ooh, if I, man, that nigga dumb. But if I was that nigga, I would have never did that. But I would never let no girl talk to me like that. But I, I stopped doing that shit, bro. When I see niggas going through shit in the streets I've never been through, I, but if I was that nigga, I would have beat him up. I stopped doing that. When I see dudes going through things with women, oh, man, I would never let no girl. Next thing you know, bro, you never know. But one thing about one, one thing I learned from the Bible that was real tough on me, when you read the book of Exodus and it's telling you about the story of Moses and, and how he dealt with Pharaoh, and it says in the Bible that God hardened his heart. But you never know what God will harden or soften your heart or make you be blind to certain things just so you can really experience it. You want to talk about what you would and wouldn't do and put so much energy behind it. The universe will test you, bro, especially when you talk about it too much. You know what I'm saying? The one time you see something, you're like, oh, I, I can't go for that. You whatever. I don't like to judge what people do and don't do and how they handle situations because you never know if you in that situation what you're really gonna do. Now if I've been in that situation before, I might especially if I've been in it two or three times, I know what I'm built like. And there are certain things in life you gonna just know like, nah, I wouldn't I'm sorry, Tommy, nah. That I'm not going for. Like I ain't never going out like that. And I get that. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta know yourself and stuff like that, show yourself, prove yourself, all of that. But ladies I, I really I really believe that you guys aren't built for it. You know what I'm saying? It goes back to everything I said when I first started this episode. You know what I mean? You you the stuff that you go for in life, right? Is usually stuff that you know you going to get. Y'all rarely, I'm not saying none of you do, but y'all rarely step out of your comfort zone. You know, I was reading this book and it's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And it said something that I've always been saying myself. And it talked about how um, certain people take themselves out of certain situations so that way, like, they have no choice but to win. They, they kill their comfort zone. And it tells a story about a guy who went to war. He brought his soldiers to another land knowing that they would outnumber, um, knowing that they would outnumber him, his team. And what they did was knowing that they would outnumber him and the team when they got to the land and they were about ready to go to war they burnt the boat so he told his team like look if y'all want if, if if we don't win this war shit we will lose because there's this the only way we're gonna be able to get out here comfortably now because we don't burn the boats and i used to always say like when i jumped off the porch i shot the house up you know what I'm saying? And, and like in a street sense, when you say jump off the porch for y'all who don't know, what it basically means is the day you decided to stop being in the house and being a little kid and the day you stepped up out and started to, you know, get on some grown man shit, go get that money, go get whatever you got to go get in this world. You feel me? And I said, when I jumped off the porch, I shot the house up. What I meant by that is, nigga, I can't go back. You know, sometimes even in life now, I still do that to myself. I will literally murder my comfort zone. Like if I'm even even when I when I went broke before. 
sometimes I'll be like, oh shit, I'm down to a couple hundred. I'm finna spend all this shit, so I I have to go out there, put myself in a position to get it back, and I do. And some of y'all say that sounds crazy. Why would you? That sounds stupid. It's what works for me. See. Somebody who's not somebody who can't handle rejection would never do some shit like that. See, this sounds crazy to you because you can't handle rejection. You can't handle pressure. You know what I'm saying? I even said in one of my songs recently, I said, um, I tried to make you hot, but you'll melt. You're not built for this trail. You feel me? Like I tried to make you hot, but see, I can't take you to the heat because you're going to melt. You're going to melt in the heat. You feel me? So like a lot of y'all, y'all really can't handle rejection. If you look at the average woman, she stays in her comfort zone. She's like a, a hermit crab. And I understand that because I'm a cancer. And we tend to do that too. We love to go into our comfort zone. What makes a cancer defeat, every zodiac sign has certain traits about them that they have to defeat if they ever want to become anything important in life. And what I had to defeat was my comfort zone, which is the hardest thing for a cancer to defeat because we literally thrive off of being comfortable, feeling security, feeling insured. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of times, I had a boss one time at this one job, right? And he's always like, like double check on things. Like he always wanted. Like he, he'll be, like you might be like, he might be like, oh, where's the fries? I'm like, they're under this. They're under that sink over there. He said, where? He said under this sink over here. I'm like, yeah. And one day I said to him, I think his name was Pat. I said, Mr. Pat, are you a cancer? He was like, yeah. I said, he's like, he's like, how'd you know? I said, because you always double check on things. That's how I am too. Even if I heard you clearly, just so we don't have no problems, I'm gonna probably ask you again. You so you said the red one, right? And sometimes it annoys people, but I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because at some point in my life, I don't maybe remember when, I didn't do that. And then I fucked up, and it, and it was a miscommunication maybe or between me and that person. And I said, no, this won't ever happen again. Because it, now I'm going to double check to the point where if I don't grab the right bag of fries, it's your fault. Because I asked you twice. That means you weren't paying attention. That means you didn't put them in the right place. That means you didn't check on things, not me. Never again, right? But then I had to say to myself, I can't be scared of rejection. I can't annoy people like that. I have to just move on things. Somebody say, go grab it, I go grab it. If it's the wrong one, then fuck it, I go get another one. You see what I'm saying? The same amount of time it takes me to stand there and ask you twice, the same amount of time it takes me to go back and go to the other one. So, I'm fast on my feet, just like I'm fast on talking to y'all. But a lot of y'all women, y'all have never actually put yourself in a position to get rejected. So how would you know how you would answer that shit? You know, you know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of y'all be crying when y'all fail the test. Y'all, y'all... Y'all, y'all, y'all lose something, y'all get to crying and getting all emotional and stuff like that because you ain't never, you know what I'm saying, really done did nothing before. You feel me? Like, how how you gonna know what's really good? You don't know nothing. You've never tried. You've never tried. You've never been in a position to really see. You know what I'm saying? Life is for, especially for y'all prettier girls or y'all more privileged girls, you know what I'm saying? You've always kind of just had things just there. You've never had to face rejection for real. Like, and a lot of shit. Y'all face rejection. You know when women face a rejection? Amongst themselves. Amongst other women. When they're doing womenly type things and they going to beauty pageants and shit like that. In the world, they barely face rejection because half the time, once again, I'll keep saying it, they, they only go for things that they, they have at least 75 to 80% sure they're going to get. You see what I'm saying? I know some women who they won't go work, they won't even go try to get a job. The only time they've ever worked in their life is when somebody comes to them and offers them the job. They're not going to go out there and apply for Hell no. So they can... What? They can't handle rejection. You see what I'm saying? So ultimately, 
I feel like women are the ones that can't handle rejection, not men. We literally have to, we have no choice but to handle rejection. It's literally ingrained in us. It's a part of our lives. It's instilled in us. We're conditioned. We're programmed. We're built for and to be rejected. It's the only way for a man to succeed in this world is to put himself on the line every time, not knowing what is going to happen. I might fail. This girl might not talk to me. She might throw a drink on me. These guys might not want to be my friend. This place might not hire me, right? This song might not ever make it. Nothing might not work work for me. A lot of y'all women float through life off of your looks. You don't want to hear it. You want to believe it's your degree. You want to believe it's your ambition. You want to believe it's your mouthpiece. 90% of people that watch your videos on Instagram watch them on mute. Hey, somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. I can't. I just watched the eight minute, and I felt almost pathetic. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I just watched the eight minute video last night, laying in my bed, on mute because the bitch looked good. I didn't give a fuck about half the shit she was talking about, and I'm pretty sure she was saying some good shit. But I don't care. I'm not here to listen to you talk, talk about shit. You look good. I'm sitting here watching this bitch move her mouth and her eyes, and she was so beautiful to me. I spent eight minutes of my life. Late at night, I didn't jack off, no, so stop. Looking at this beautiful woman on mute. She could have said some deep shit I probably needed to learn, but I don't give a fuck, right? I read books, I listen to people I want to listen to, that is what it is. I didn't come on her page to listen to her. I came on her page to look at her, alright? Because she's a fine-ass, sexy-ass, older woman, bad as shit, right? Yo, you have to understand... Like, think about it from that perspective. Like, what I even what I just said. Like, we are built for that shit. Man, you know you ain't never gonna get that girl. Girls don't even like entertaining men that they know they won't ever have, bro. Those men that y'all know is out y'all league, y'all don't even, y'all don't even, cause you, you, you can't handle it. The fuck? You want every, you don't want no losing, no L's on your streak. You want nothing but W's. We can take the few L's. We'll take 20 L's to get one W. Men, that's what we're built for. You got niggas who got to try out for the team that suck. When the last time you tried out for something you sucked at? Because you know you wanted it even though you sucked at it. Just about some who can't handle rejection. You can't handle rejection. You will go crazy right now if you only got 10 likes on Instagram. Men get 10 likes and be like, well, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Women be like, oh my God. You start to think, oh, Instagram having a glitch because you can't handle rejection it's not us it's you it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out and I want to say one more thing before I go ladies I figured you guys out you guys project onto us what you know about yourself y'all are some slick little misfit mischievous manipulative conniving deceitful Disgusting little sons of bitches you You know Did you know that You guys are so fucking slick I just figured it out fellas All the shit that they like to say about us Is them That's how they can recognize it so fucking well Cause truthfully It's them They're hurt They can't handle rejection They're narcissists They're controlling They're the hypocrites They are the abusers And they are toxic It's them I've, I've, I've figured it out. I've cracked the egg on his head and I've made an omelet. I, I, I literally figured it all out. It's not us. It's them. 
talk about controlling. How many times have a woman asked you to do something that was just like didn't make any sense? But the only reason why she didn't want you to do it or wanted you to do it was because it made her comfortable. And how, how excuse me? How many times was she able to reciprocate what she asked you? Never. That's a fucking narcissist. Who spends all day looking at themselves? Them. Go look up the origins of the word narcissist. It was an actual person named Narcissus. That's them. They spend all day looking at themselves. Hypocrites. All they do is contradict themselves and be hypocrites. Everything they talk about, they do the same shit to people. Yo, they've literally projected their whole entire, like, inadequacies on us. When it's them. That's how they recognize it so well. Oh, my God. Oh, I need a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, my God. Lord, help us. It's them. They are the problem. <laughs> it's them. Like, seriously. Like, it's them. And they projected it onto us. And that's why they, that's why they get so... Ooh. That's why they get so excited when we do fall into those categories. Like, look, 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 look. Look, I told you. See, see, look. See, oh. They get so... Oh, look, look, look. It's them. Oh, look, the niggas. Look at the men. They can't wait to show y'all a male that's a nerd. They can't wait to show you that shit. Because, oh, they've been talking about it for so damn long. And it's them. 